This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 28th of September in your Squiz today, taking a look at COVID freedoms, the intergenerational inequality of climate change, Instagram Kids is put on hold, and your summer ice cream options sorted. This is your Squiz today. It's getting closer, Claire, those 70 and 80% vaccination rates that mean a whole bunch of extra freedoms for those in lockdown states. For residents in New South Wales, Premier Gladys Berejiklian yesterday outlined more of what those freedoms will look like. And if you're fully vaccinated in New South Wales, particularly if you've been locked down for several weeks, be really looking forward to the idea that you can travel anywhere within the state. Just getting more than five (laughs) kilometres away from your home will be quite exciting, (laughs) let alone being able to stand up and have a drink at a pub. That's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also having people over. There's quite a few things when it comes to getting to that 70 and 80 percent vaccine vaccination rate in New South Wales. Uh, The ACT yesterday also announced some plans around easing restrictions. And in Victoria, there's further freedoms in the pipeline. They're going to ease some uh, restrictions this week. But getting to that vaccination target is something that everyone is really looking forward to in those states with lockdowns. One big thing to note for those who aren't vaccinated, lockdown restrictions in New South Wales will apply until December when it's projected that the state will be at 90% double vaxxed. Looking ahead, despite these roadmaps to freedom, interstate travel is still looking really complicated and that's because most states seem to have different plans. Claire, still only New South Wales and Victoria committed to opening borders at 80%. Yep, welcome to our cooperative federalism. It's (laughs) really very smooth and easy. Yeah, Victoria and New South Wales really are on a joint ticket when it comes to opening up borders when that vaccination rate hits 80%. In the ACT, it's still got a lot of cases that it's dealing with, so it hasn't really made a determination quite yet about opening its border. South Australia isn't making a lot of promises, but once it hits 80% of over 16-year-olds, It could be game on for travellers wanting to go to South Australia. Uh, In Tassie, it wants 90% of the over 12-year-olds vaccinated before it opens up. Uh, The Northern Territory has its own unique challenges with high Indigenous populations and it's likely to maintain quarantine requirements for travellers who come from areas with new local cases, uh, regardless of vaccination rates. And then we get to the two problem children, uh, that is Queensland. Uh, There's no promises there that it will be opened up by Christmas. What Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk said yesterday is that she wants to see the updated Doherty modelling uh, that should be presented to National Cabinet on Friday. And then we get over west to Western Australia. Uh, Forget it for 2021. It's going Mm. to keep a hard border up. And what Premier Mark McGowan has said is that could be in place until April. We're seeing impacts of that hard border news already with Qantas cancelling scheduled flights between Perth and Victoria and New South Wales due to that border decision. Tough news for those separated from family and friends. It's also going to have an impact on international flights. A lot is changing and if you need to get your head around it, head to today's edition of the Squiz Today newsletter. We've got it all laid out there. If you're not signed up, I'll pop a link in your episode notes. 
A new report that looks at the intergenerational inequality of climate change has been released, Claire. It's a whole bunch of modelling that says that if global warming continues as it is now, the average six-year-old will live through roughly three times as many climate disasters as their grandparents. The big COP26 climate change summit in Glasgow is getting closer. This is likely to be a very hot topic there. Yeah, policymakers are constantly asked to think of the children when it comes to climate change and what climate change might mean for their lifetime. So this study is quite important. What the authors also say is that it's not too late to head off some of the really bad outcomes. And that backs in other research papers that have been done this year that say that we can still turn things around to some extent, but the window is closing. And of course, all of these things are very much at the the forefront of world leaders' minds as they head to that big conference in Glasgow in November. There's a lot of pressure on Australia's position on emissions reductions targets ahead of that conference. It's still at TBC on whether Scott Morrison will be attending himself, though other leaders like Joe Biden and Boris Johnson will be attending. On to tech news now, and it was back in March that Instagram announced that they would be developing an Instagram Kids app. It caused a fair bit of backlash from parents, experts and regulators. They've now put those plans on hold. Yeah, and it comes after a report from a couple of weeks ago in the Wall Street Journal that reported that Facebook had data showing that Instagram made body image issues worse for one in three teenage girls. Facebook has since said that that's not an accurate reading of that data, but still the social media giant's going to put those plans on hold for an Instagram experience that would have some parental controls for the under 13-year-olds. What they say is that they need to do some more consequences consultation. But the boss of Instagram, Adam Masseri, says that he still thinks it's better to have a kids-only platform. He says the reality is that kids are already online, so they haven't given up the idea entirely, but they will take some time to do more consultation with parents and experts. And in news just breaking as we're putting the podcast out this morning, American R&B singer and producer Art Kelly has been found guilty on all nine counts he was facing in his sex trafficking trial. He will face a long prison sentence, but sentencing is yet to come. That's likely to be in May next year. He's also facing charges in other states. Over to sport now, and the winner of the NRL's Dally M was announced last night. Manly's Tom Trebojevic, the Player of the Year. Yep, he has won that Dally M medal. He won with 35 points. What's really notable about that is he played just 15 of the possible 24 mm. regular season matches. Uh, he was plagued with hamstring issues. As someone who's had my own hamstring <laughs> issues this year, I feel a real affinity <laughs> for Tommy Turbo, so I know what he's been through. Uh, but, yeah, a real achievement for him, and he's someone who really has shone this season. He takes the record for the fewest games played by the winner in the history of the awards. And in important news for fans of the Bubble Bill ice cream, Claire, for the first time ever, they're going to be available in a four-pack. I can't believe it's taken this long I know. for a four-pack of Bubble Bills to make the supermarkets. But social media really <laughs> did light up yesterday when that announcement was made. <laughs> they're in the major supermarkets. As a child of the 80s, I'm right on board with that. It was available in a tub, but that's just rubbish talk. It's not right. It's not right. You need the bubble gum. Well, you need the hole through the hat. Yeah. That's the important thing. <laughs> totally. <isn't it? laughs> 
and the nose where it should be. <laughs> well, luckily, it has all been righted. Four packs galore all summer. Squeeze the day, Claire. What are you keeping an eye on? It is the 40th anniversary of Olivia Newton-John's physical. It was quite a thing at the time. It was a bit racy for ONJ, but it's a classic nonetheless, and that was 40 years ago. Yeah, total classic. Gosh, those leggings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a flashback for your morning. That's all from us today. As I said earlier, lots to take in with restrictions easing and some of those travel guidelines. So I will put a link to the Squiz Today newsletter in your episode notes. You can also check it out at thesquiz.com.au. Have a good one and we will be back with you tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.